Johnny Cage, Kenobi, Kang, Raiden, Scorpion, Sonya Blade, Sub-Zero, Goro, Shang, Zora, Tabaraka, J-Jack, Kintaro, Kitana, Kung Lao, Merlini, Nanook, Sebat, Stout, Shao Kahn, Fung, Chameleon, Cyrax, Earth, Makabo, Motaro, Nightwolf, Insector, Sheep, The Sindel, Striker, Fu, Jin, Quan Chi, Shin, Oxo, Mina, Jerick, Kaimi, Reiko, Tanya, Tremor, Blade, Go, Raicho, Dramin, Foster's now, Dan, Kenji, Mavado, Mocap, Moloch, Natara, Ashra, Dairo, Darius, Havoc, Hotaru, Kira, Cobra, Onaga, Shujinko, Tegante, Vandavora, Cassie, Cage, Aaron, Black, Ferrator, Jackie, Briggs, Kotokan, Fungin, Takeda, Tribe, Dwarf, Cetrion, Scarlet, Gareth, Collector, Chronica, Welcome to Mortal Podcast. I'm your host, Ben Meckler, and this is the show where I walk my friends through the entirety of Mortal Kombat lore from the perspective of a single character. Today, very special guest, semi-recent Twitter friend of mine, uh, and one of the kind of nice things about this pandemic um, is that now when I do regular episodes of this podcast, uh, a Twitter friend on the other side of the country... It's just as easy to get on the show as anybody else, so it's a nice way to connect. I got a uh, writer, comedian, Taylor Garen. Hey, everyone. <laughs> you said it right, um, and you're absolutely right. I'm not doing shit, so I'm happy to be on this podcast today. <laughs> it's great. I'm like, this is when I take my big swings. I'm, I'm going for Taylor Garen. I'm going for, I got to get Chrissy Teigen on here. Oh, my I gotta gosh. Get, I'm going to try to get President Barack Obama, if I can, He's definitely um, not on doing the show. Anything. He's free. I He's mean, Michelle's chilling. doing her podcast. I feel like this would be a really good opportunity for her to cross promote. Ooh, that's actually a good point. Although, I don't <laughs> yeah. know. If I was president of the United States for eight years, I would definitely take the next eight years just off. I wouldn't be doing yeah. anything. Catch me on my beach house on Martha's Vineyard. And I have. <laughs> I've seen him before. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a bird watch. There's whole ferry trips that go out from my hometown. So you can just like go to Martha's Vineyard and hope to see wow. the Obamas. Yeah, it's pretty funny. I got to be honest. I was born in New York. I uh, grew up, though, in Florida, and uh, like, like many Jews, and <laughs> I, I have honestly no idea what Martha's Vineyard actually is, other than it's the place that rich people go. Sure. When I tried to like imagine it, I'm like, well, okay, it's called Martha's Vineyard. Obviously, there's some kind of a winery element to this place, but also people take boats there, so maybe it's kind of like beachy. So I kind surprised. of in my... I, I just imagine a Nancy Myers movie, I guess. <laughs> I think that is pretty accurate. Um, I actually don't okay. think there's any vineyards on it. I'm not sure why it was called a vineyard. Um, hmm. And I know I don't know who Martha is. Um, I do know. So I am from southeastern Mass, a beautiful historic New Bedford, Massachusetts. Um, and there is a fast <laughs> ferry from my hometown to Martha's Vineyard. You can get there in like 45 minutes. Um, and I worked there wow. for a whole summer once. I was a nanny. Um, and I lived in these people these people's basement. And I nannied for their uh, two-year-old. And I also worked in their cafe. So I was pulling like 14, 15-hour days at the, like working in the cafe and uh, watching this child, going for a walk, smoking a joint, and then going home and waking up and doing it again. Um, and I paid that for college. That doesn't sound fun at all. It was not fun. I had no friends. I had no time. But I paid uh, for college myself that semester. That was really rad because um, okay, they just cool. paid me under the table. But what I learned from Martha's Vineyard is that it's mostly rich people and beaches. You are absolutely correct okay yeah then i'm picturing it more or less right yeah i'm just seeing like beach chairs the like mm -hmm. kind of wide 
like white painted ones yep, and then yep, yep. in but previously in the background i'd imagine just like rows of of uh wine or of of grapevines but i guess like rich people are pretty stupid when it comes down to it for the most part mm-hmm. they're just they're just money just makes you weak in the head um, it's also like when you melt, didn't have to work it melts for your it. brain it's just like yeah you just, you just have always had it like you don't have to be smart. yeah if i was born rich right. i would be dumb as a rock please i wouldn't have wasted time with college so I just I feel like maybe they just didn't know what a vineyard was and just liked the word. Yeah, I think it sounds classy. You know what I mean? It does. Oh, also, vineyard. Yeah. You. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. The vin- Martha's Vineyard. Mm. If we called it Martha's Beach, poor people would start showing up. <laughs> they actually have a but section. <laughs> they have a the poor section of Martha's Vineyard, but it's actually just the black section. It's called Oak Bluffs, and they have like literally they call them. <laughs> I'm not even gonna tell you what they call them because it's a little offensive. But it's like a uh, they have whole oh, beaches wow. that mostly just. <laughs> the black people uh frequent and some of them are like really wealthy black people who just like happen to have very like a ton of money and like nice houses on the vineyard they just all stay in this one particular section of this one island also you can hitchhike on the island which is rad i did a lot of hitchhiking that summer huh yeah because it's like if they kidnap you there's not really many places they can take you it's an island it's like two miles long yeah i guess that makes sense but also like anytime you're getting kidnapped I mean, how much space do you need for, like, a good kidnap? I feel like you could definitely do crime on, like, a two-mile island. Oh, definitely. I mean... Like, could- you could for sure still get murdered. <laughs> oh, for one hunt. I just think the odds were smaller. There yeah, were, they like, can't take you far. They'd have to get you on a boat. Like, I think if I escaped from a basement, I wouldn't have to run that far to, like, find, you know, uh, like a street. I see. You know what I mean? I see. Um, but they easily, I mean, it's an island full of rich people. They easily could have most dangerous gamed me. And I honestly, I, I wouldn't have survived. I would have just been like, you can just take, I'm not eating, I'm not eating acorns. I'm not doing this. So. Again, though, me. some rich people also really weak physically. That's true. So I don't know. You might have been okay. There's like the Bezoses of the world who are like, I'm going to get jacked because I have nothing to do. Um, and then, I don't know. Then there's just like the soft, like the Trump family where like their their skin is like, you can kind of see through it. And yeah, it's like, atro- it's like atrophy. And, like you can see the atrophy in yeah. the muscles for sure. It looks like they have bird bones. Yeah. <laughs> They're just hollow on the inside. That was my, that's kind of what I imagine. Yeah. Yeah. If you pushed any of them over, I I feel like they would splash and shatter on the ground. (laughs) (laughs) How have you never tried that? People don't be pushing Uh, presidents over like they used to. You know what I mean? I do feel like they used to do that a lot. Absolutely. And yes, I I haven't seen it happen in my lifetime that I can think of. It's a damn shame. That eagle did almost scare Trump. Oh, yeah. That was. I I could have seen him falling. Very, very funny. Yeah. And I guess I would have counted as a shove. To a certain extent. An eagle, an eagle can't, like, push you with its wings. Yeah, but I feel like it could intimidate right. you into falling over. Right. And that's like an eagle shove. Yeah. <laughs> Is that a Mortal Kombat move? Uh, it could be. It, it may like have one, been. Right? There's, a, there's a lot of move. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, you know, that kind of does lead me to, to a question that I have for you, Taylor, which sure. is, like, how much do you know about Mortal Kombat just in general? I will say um, I am less. I have less than a beginner's knowledge of Mortal Kombat. Okay, <laughs> cool, cool, cool. So, yeah. like, have you ever played any of the games before? Um, so I grew up with an older brother, and so the video game system essentially so, yes. belongs to him. Um, but uh-huh. yes, insofar as that I've seen it, and no, insofar as that I have not played it because I was not allowed to. <laughs> Got it. Uh, well, he's never welcome on this podcast. But hi, Bryce. Um, <laughs> sorry, Bryce. <laughs> Fuck off. But. Uh, <laughs> You got to learn how to share, dude. Um, so, <laughs> so you're familiar with the fact that it's like a violent fighting game. Yeah. And that I know the whole like finish kind of the, the limits like, of, of your situation. Right. Yeah. Great. Okay. 
Cool. That's fine. That's what this podcast is for. You're going to leave knowing more than Bryce probably does. Um, That's all I wanted in life ever. Yeah. You're going to be able to stunt on Bryce. (laughs) (laughs) So so I'll give you just a little backstory kind of for what Mortal Kombat is before we dive into the character that we're covering today. So you know that it's a violent fighting game. Yes. Where people rip each other to pieces. Um, and I'm sure you can assume, as in many fighting games, just in general, if you know even a little bit about video games, which I assume you do, because millennials, we know at least a little bit and sure. have no choice in the matter. Um, but uh, like many fighting games, it's about primarily like a fighting tournament um, that these people are all drawn into for one reason or another. Mm-hmm. But to kind of reach back, just to give you a base of knowledge that will help you out today, um, to the dawn of time. Um, (laughs) there was uh in the world of mortal Kombat lore there was this god called the one being there was nothingness and then there was like this celestial creature called the one being and the one being was like i want to create life because i'm a god and that's what gods do sure and the one being was like i can't do it all myself i'm gonna make like a pantheon of gods that kind of exist below me that will create you know time and space and reality And then we can start figuring out how to make life. Um, So the one being creates the elder gods and the elder gods immediately are like, wait a minute, you want us to have a boss? Why? We're the ones who are able to like make stuff. You created us to be creatures that create time and space. Why would we serve anyone? So, so So they, he was like, he invented capitalism and they rejected it immediately. And they said, no, Yeah, we're the elder Mm -hmm. gods and you're not going to profit from our labor. Yeah, they were like, we're the Elder Gods. We're going to be doing the actual work. Fuck off. So um, they made these special weapons called Kamidoku Daggers, and they used them to hack the one being into billions of pieces. Whoa. And then they used those pieces to create the realms, um, which are basically like different dimensions. So uh, one of those realms is Earth Realm, which is the entire universe as we know it. Okay. There's just one of these realms. So that's where we be living, um, is the Earth realm. That's where we be living. Okay. And uh, then there's also, there's just a bunch of different realms. There's Edenia, which is like a realm of hot wizards. There's what? Outworld. Yeah. <laughs> there's, there, I mean, it, it, it's, it's people that live for uh, tens of thousands of years and, and are kind hot. of like modeled off of like Greek gods. So yeah, they're just like all hot and they can do magic. Um, Dude, why am I living there's here? There's this realm, right? Uh, you're going to relate to the person we're talking about today. If that's how you feel. <laughs> about I got a crack. Um, there's a realm. I'm sorry. Give me a sec. Oh, please crack it open. <laughs> Take a sip. Um, <laughs> just a little backstory for you guys listening at home. Taylor's enjoying a kombucha. Uh, I'm enjoying a coconut LaCroix, um, which is a flavor that, uh, I think I'm probably one of the one people that enjoy this flavor, which works out for me because in any environment where there is a coconut LaCroix, it's mine. Okay. I have a lot to say about coconut LaCroix, frankly. Please. Um, it is a controversial, it's a controversial flavor. I like it personally. Mm -hmm. Um, it's also one of the only LaCroix that tastes good warm. Um, I wouldn't recommend it, but you drink it. It's like, Oh, this is like some kind of tropical drink. It's delicious. You know? Um, yeah. but it also, you can mix it, you can mix it with a glass of wine and now, now your wine tastes like a, a freaking pina colada. Like it's, it's so tricky and it's hard to find cause nobody likes it. But I do think that people who do like it have, wow. um, superior taste. Well, thank you. Yeah. I'm happy yeah. that that's what uh, I'm my, drinking. 
my wife is also from Florida, and uh, she exclusively thinks of sunscreen when she smells coconut Lacroix that and makes can't sense to me. drink it. Yeah, um, but I don't know. I guess I'm just a sicko because I came out of Florida and was like, "Good, let me drink the sunscreen. <laughs> Give me the sunscreen <laughs> water. I like it. That's for me." <laughs> I love that for you, Ben. So, Thank you. Um, it definitely makes life easy here at the homestead. I, I get a box of coconut LaCroix and it's all and it's for me. it's all yours. You never have to worry about stashing but I, any. It's true. But I also like every flavor. So also all the flavors that are for my wife are also for me. I want to be married. She just yelled rude from the other room. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Tell her I agree. <laughs> Taylor agrees with you that it's rude. She says thank you. Okay. Um, <laughs> Wait, okay, so we're going Adeni. Ad- that was what it's called, right? All right, Edenia. Edenia. Okay, that's what the hot. Yeah, as in Eden. Edenia. Yeah. Oh, yeah, um, okay. that makes sense. But like, there are there are an unknown amount of realms. There's a whole dimension that is uh, called Outworld. That's like Mad Max meets Lord of the Rings. There's like dragons, but also there's like warlords and like skull armor and shit. Then there's like a dinosaur people realm. There's like a vampire what? realm. There's like, yeah, any fantasy trope you can think of kind of has like its whole own dimension, culture, and world. There's even a realm called the chaos realm um, where up is down, down is up. People say goodbye instead of hello. Um, and then there's a realm called the order realm where people love cops because they fucking suck. What? <laughs> so what <laughs> i was gonna say every yeah. single one of these realms sounds much cooler than the earth realm except for the cop realm not order realm yeah order realm wish, sucks i wish the order realm existed and maybe we could just send cops there if they want to just like arrest people you that'd can be arrest great people who are looking for that let us become the chaos yeah. realm i'm interested it's funny because like even in order realm there are people that are trying to overthrow order realm because they don't like order so like even <laughs> in the realm where everyone's born to serve the concept of order con- like at all times people eventually are like this is bad i want to go to the chaos realm. <laughs> yeah i'm going to chaos. well there are a lot of defections and there's a long-standing war but that's not going to matter for today's realms. story oh my yeah. god i'm so i have to okay this is going to be a wikipedia well so that's the th- here's the thing though so they make all these realms right and the elder uh-huh. gods are like great we can rule over all these realms it's gonna be it's gonna be fun this is uh this is just gonna be a good time for us elder gods um but quickly as culture and life starts to develop in these realms um the realms start to become aware of each other and naturally as all life is wont to do like eventually someone will figure out that there are other dimensions as we have gotten close to doing as humans many occasions in real life sure um eventually they'll figure out that there are other dimensions and naturally someone will say i want to conquer that dimension and i want to take over because that's just how life works right there's always some there's always some asshole yeah um you know, sometimes it's a human, sometimes it's a dinosaur person, but someone always does it. (laughs) And, um, the elder gods see this as a huge issue because if these realms start to conquer each other and merge with one another, which is kind of what happens when a realm conquers another realm, it's like, oh no, the dinosaur people building suddenly burst through the empire state building. (laughs) All the worlds are like colliding. Um, Yeah. And so uh, they see this as an issue because they understand that if all of the realms were to merge, what would happen? Bad one news. being's back. Oh, yeah. shit. One, oh, that's right. And because the one being's all these billions pissed. of pieces are the one. Oh, wow, wow, wow. Okay. 
Which kind of implies that anybody who has the idea to conquer the realms um, is actually just being influenced by the one being because they're part of the one being and the one being wants to be brought back together again. Wow. Trippy. Wow. It's all part of God's plan, man. <laughs> um, I was going to say, this sounds like catechism. <laughs> I'm into it. Yeah, it's intense. Um, so as a safeguard, the elder gods said, we'll just create a fighting tournament. And uh, if a realm wants to conquer another realm, they have to beat them in 10 fighting tournaments in a row. And we'll call this tournament the Mortal Kombat Tournament. Completely normal. Yeah, that makes, I mean, that makes total sense. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So that's like the uh, deep backstory of Mortal Kombat. Wow. And all this, all this idea of realms conquering realms and elder gods and stuff, all that's going to be relevant to the character we're talking about today. Even though, in the grand scheme of things, he is an infinitesimal piece of <laughs> Mortal Kombat lore, to the extent that he's only playable in two games, and in one of them, it's only because everyone got to be included. <laughs> They're like, all right, fine, um, let him in. Yeah, but uh, before we do start to talk about Jarek, who is the character that we'll be discussing today. Um, there's a theme that binds together all the characters that I cover in each season of Mortal Podcast. This is season four okay. because we're talking about the characters that were introduced in Mortal Kombat 4. Um, and so I like to look at the characters that were introduced and say, like, is there a theme to this game? Is there a theme that binds these characters together and a theme that will carry itself throughout this season of Mortal Podcast? And uh, there is for, for Mortal Podcast season four, and that theme is betrayal. Wow. And so I, I like to ask my guests uh, a prompt based on that theme in every episode. And so, Taylor, uh, I'd like to ask you, is there a time in your life that you have been betrayed? This is um, this will ring true because you have read my pilot. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, let's see. I dated a guy for two years and then he broke up with me because he got somebody else pregnant. <laughs> um, so that was like a bit of a betrayal. Um, mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of something that was that I didn't have to go to therapy for that uh, was a betrayal, right? Hmm. Like a fun, like a fun story, like a fun one. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, you turned that one into fun, so that's something. I did, I did. Yeah. In my pilot, she gets revenge on her ex, who was a magician, by becoming a magician, um, and doing mm-hmm. better than him. Um, yeah. My ex is it's a really uh, good pilot. Thank you. My my ex who did this to me is a television writer, so um, things are hmm. life is imitating art in many ways. Um, no, I'm going to have some follow-up questions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we can talk about this after the podcast. Uh-huh, um, uh-huh. <laughs> um, uh, I guess a fun, a fun lighter betrayal is that mm-hmm. um, I lived with this woman in college um, and we were best friends. And she mm-hmm. um, one time was home. She was from Massachusetts, so she was in her hometown for the weekend. And I was having a really bad night and I was back in the dorm and I was like, hey, are you coming home tonight? Like, I really could use just someone to like smoke a joint with, like take a shot with, like whatever, just having a rough night. She was like, oh, babe, I'm sorry. I'm not going to be back until tomorrow. My brother's driving back up tomorrow, so I'll be there then. We can do whatever you want. And I was like, cool, bet. So I hit up another friend and I was like, hey, do you want to come over and smoke? Uh, And he was like, yeah, I'll pick you up. We'll go for like a little bit of a drive. Um... Side note is that he happened to live with the boyfriend of my roommate at the time. Mm. Very important to know. So he's like, cool, yeah, I'll be there in 15 minutes. Do you want me to bring your roommate and her boyfriend? They're here at the house. And I was like, oh, <laughs> in- interesting, interesting. Um, yeah, bring them. 
And so she brought, he brought them. And of course they weren't expecting that he was coming over to get me. And I, he had no idea of this. This was just saw something petty that I was doing in my head. Um, and so he pulls sure. up with both of them and they uh, were stone faced. They were, it was a very awkward time. And that was, we got into a real big fight. That's the only fight we've been in, in our whole lives. Um, and now she lives with me. She's making dinner in the kitchen. We're having brands, you know, <laughs> she just heard me tell this whole story i hope she's it worked not mad. out it sure did we, we got uh, over it. <laughs> i'm sure not why why did she lie why didn't she just tell I don't know, she was just she was... her explanation was that she just wanted to like hang out with her boyfriend which is like you could i mean you i, just I said get that, that. you could have yeah. said that i would have been mad like why'd you have to i mean truly if it hadn't been that i that i contacted his roommate to smoke and we were like going to go smoke a blunt then I would have never found out and I wouldn't have ever caused a problem. It just so happens that Mm-mm. the fates wanted me to know that this was happening. Yeah, my the, uh, the elder guy, the one being orchestrated events so that you would find out. Yes. Uh, wow. <laughs> maybe I should go to therapy for that one too. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe, maybe this is good enough, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Podcasts She's are there. essentially, they're like a free therapy in, for me. They are. So thank for, you for, for being you, here. for the host, sometimes for the audience. Hey, no problem. I mean, I will be sending you an invoice in the mail. Um, <laughs> That's all right. I got Trump's money in my pocket. I'm unemployed. Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, well, that's a fantastic betrayal story. Thank you. Um, in that it's just so small and petty. And then I like that you turned it into <laughs> a way to silently strike back. <laughs> a fantastic betrayal story, which leads us into... Uh, Leads us expertly into the, the tale of a person who was both betrayed and attempted to be a betrayer, but never really had the uh, uh, skills, I'll say, <laughs> to do so particularly successfully. So we're talking about a man named Jarek today. Jarek has an interesting backstory in the world of Mortal Kombat. So this is a world in which, you know, periodically throughout time, we live in Earth. We don't know here on Earth that there are multiple dimensions. Most people are not aware that sure. there are I, billions of other dimensions really that are constantly. Then? Oh yeah, 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 for sure. Um, so this is a, a video game, and the mm-hmm. lore includes realms that are the chaos realm, um, the wizard realm, the hot ancient Greek god realm, um, and mm-hmm. they named one of the characters Jarek. Yeah. Okay, I'm just confirming. We can move on. Now, to be clear, Jarek is from Earth realm. I'm pretty sure he was born in like. I don't know, Chicago, maybe the Midwest, somewhere out in the sticks. Sure. Who knows? But Jarek... Uh... It just seems that they have all these creative <laughs> minds behind this behind mm-hmm. this video game, and they yeah. could have come up with something better than Jarek. No offense to any Jareks listening right now. Um, yeah, anyway. it's not great. There's also, like, there's a king. The king of, like, the hot wizard realm is just named Jared, but it's spelled differently. <laughs> I love this yeah. video game already. I'm so interested. It's wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Jarek, Jarek is just an Earth Realm dude. And uh, traditionally, most people do not know that there are other realms. But uh, at some point in his life, Jarek became a member of this, uh, I guess gang is the right word for it, called the Black mm-hmm. Dragons. Okay. And um, the Black Dragons have an interesting kind of history they're an offshoot of another gang called the red dragons the red dragons are like basically just criminals who aspire to uh be like the illuminati to pull the strings Mm. so they're constantly gathering information learning the way the world works and so the red dragon this group became aware of the fact that there are other dimensions 
and we're like, oh, I wonder if there's a way to use that to our advantage to do like interdimensional crime. Um, but not in like a petty sense. The Red Dragon are like, can we make like hybrid dragon soldiers that will be a private military so we can one day conquer the world? Like they have big aspirations. Sure. Then this guy broke off from the Red Dragon to form the Black Dragon. And his name was Kano. He's See, been in pretty cool much every... Name. Very cool name. Right? It's cooler yeah. than Jarek, but anyway. Yeah. Uh, I don't know why Jarek has to have this dorky ass name. I think the reason is that this game was released in like the... Uh, what was this? The late 90s? The early 2000s? I forget which. I want to say it was the very late 90s. A chaotic yeah. time, frankly. Mm-hmm. I was there. Yes. For sure. You were. Barely. Um, like I was there. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Kano is like, I'm going to make my own gang called the Black Dragon. And we're going to actually just do what would be interdimensionally considered pretty petty crime. We're going to like sell rocket launchers to wizards. We're going to like steal amulets from the vampire dimension and then yeah. like bring them back to Earthrealm and like pawn them. Who among like us he... hasn't stolen a vampire amulet, though? You know, like, that's that's no big deal. For sure, yeah. He was literally just like, listen, so there's other dimensions. Big fucking whoop. I just want to use that to get rich. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. He's a smart dude, that Kano. So Kano recruits Jarek at some point, and Jarek becomes a member of the Black Dragon. Um, but pretty quickly, there's there's this wing of the u.s military in the world of mortal Kombat called the special forces and the special forces are basically like the militarized x-files they deal with any threats that are outside of the jurisdiction of like you know we we obviously have like the cia for uh international kind of crime that the u.s has to deal with we have the sure. fbi for like national crime they're kind of just like all right anything else that's out there that's what we deal with. So it's like so special universe, forces universe crime. Yeah. Universal crime and then potentially interdimensional crime. I think at the time that they started to go after the black dragon, they didn't know that the special forces in the U S government at large did not know there were other dimensions did not know about the realms. Gotcha. So, so I think special forces at some point was like, Hey, so there's this gang on the streets using like magic <laughs> <laughs> and like they've got, I don't know dragons and like all oh, just just shit that the, the gangs probably shouldn't have <laughs> and also maybe doesn't exist shouldn't exist so um the u.s special forces which was led by this guy named major jackson briggs mm-hmm. aka Jax, another popular mortal Kombat character they start like this rivalry with the black dragon where they're just always trying to track the black dragon down mm-hmm. and stop them and figure out like what they're up to sure so so jarek is I don't know, second, third, fourth in command. He's, he's up and he's in the, he's a top tier black dragon guy, but he's not the leader. Okay. Um, he's dealing with the fact that special forces. Oh no, definitely definitely not. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, far from it. When you're named Jarek, it's definitely going to stop your upward mobility. And that's something that parents should take into account when considering naming their kid Jarek. She's not going to be named (laughs) Jarek. Is she, is she Ben? No. Okay, good. Mm -mm. Yeah. Glad to hear it uh kirby did at some point uh commit to naming our child reptile on the podcast and has reneged which is not cool um but uh reptile's a cool name was it just any specific reptile is. or specifically the word reptile uh named for uh reptile the mortal Kombat character oh love that love that who is a dinosaur ninja i, I um yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah 
So, uh, so Jarek, along with uh, a few other Black Dragon members, um, just to name a few, Tasia, Sick No name. Face, awesome Tremor. Name. So mm-hmm. cool. Uh, the whole lot of them, uh, are trying to not get detained by special forces, but of course they do because they're not very smart gangsters. Um, (laughs) and so eventually we, we reach a point where the black dragon has been disbanded. Jarek gets arrested by Jax and his partner, Sonya Blade. Also a cool name. Sonya Blade. Um, Dude, I got to write that down. I'm changing my name immediately. Yeah. She's kind of like the primary female uh, protagonist of the Mortal Kombat franchise. Um, she's Sonya she's pretty cool. Blade. Yeah, dude. Um, she is kind of like a super cop in that she really uh-huh. feels like special forces has jurisdiction to just like burst into other realms and like arrest people at will. But that's a bummer, man. I was gonna say yeah. I'm getting a hedgehog immediately and naming her Sonya, but whatever. There, look, this is just the tip of the iceberg as far as fucked up Mortal Kombat names go. So, uh, well, you I got can't. more options. I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Jarek gets arrested alongside Tasia, No Face, Tremor, and they get sent to like a special forces detainment facility. Um, and it sucks. It seems like the Black Dragon's days of doing fun interdimensional crime are over. Until, until, until Kano busts them out. <gasps> Hell yeah. Can always count on Kano, their leader. Wait, so Kano... To... Wait, are all these people in in detainment, they're black dragons? They're all black dragons. Tasia's black Kano... dragon, No Face's black dragon, Tremor and Jarek. And Kano the, he's was a red leader. dragon, correct? He was a red dragon, but he, he left to form the black dragon. So oh, he's like okay. their... I thought Jarek like the black dragons. Yeah. I was confused. Okay. Oh Sorry. no, Jarek doesn't have that kind of... Uh, he doesn't have that kind of creative spirit. No, definitely not. No. No. So... So Jarek uh, gets broken out of this detainment facility with his allies, thanks to Kano. And it's like, hell yeah, Black Dragon, we're back together again. What are we going to do? Are we going to go to some other dimensions and do some more crime? Weirdly, Kano has like a very specific plan. Kano's like, all right, each of you are going to go to these five different points in the city. Um, and you're all going to cover these different... Uh, areas that we've kind of considered our turf in the past. Mm-hmm. And I just need you to kind of like wait there. <laughs> and Jarek is like, all right, whatever you say, boss. So Jarek gets sent to this like business downtown they'd been using as a front for money laundering, which is just another like basic thing that the Black Dragon does in addition to traveling to other <laughs> dimensions. Um, I like to imagine like what money laundering means when this is the kind of crime you're doing. Like, are they getting like gold coins that are currency <laughs> for like the vampires and then bringing them back to earth and like trading it on like the black market like what's happening <laughs> i like that whoever's behind this lore was like yeah they're doing regular space crimes like money laundering mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah <laughs> they could like it's interdimensional some... money laundering interdimensional someone's got to do it yeah i guess i guess you're right i guess you're right i just think that yeah. i don't know I'm trying to think of a space crime, but I guess I can't. So I, it makes sense that they couldn't either. Yeah. I mean, you know, what other crimes are there? It's just like kidnapping, I guess. You can hold yeah, someone for ransom not, I mean, from that's... another dimension. Stakes are high. <laughs> it's but, still I just mean, a normal crime, right? Yeah. yeah, that's a regular crime. But I also guess this is like a video game for, um, you know, mostly young people and people who appreciate a good world build like you and I. Yeah. Um, and so you don't really yeah, want to like, makes it more accessible. Yeah. You don't want to put kidnapping in there. That's like a little scary. 
Mm-hmm. Anyway. So Jarek, you know, he's got his little downtown money laundering business, and mm-hmm. he's just like hanging out there waiting for further orders from Kano. But who should appear? Fucking Jax. Jax shows Dude. up with some special forces soldiers, kicks Jarek's ass, and Jarek learns that Kano had actually set him up. <gasps> Kano Betrayal. only broke... Yeah. Kano had been hunted down by the special forces because he was the last black dragon alive. Mm -hmm. And he kind of came up with this pretty brilliant plan, really, when you think about it, where he was like, tell you what, I'm good at evading the police up to a certain point. Why don't I go break all of my allies out of jail, uh, send them to like five different points in the city. And then while special forces are trying to rearrest them, that buys me a lot of time to go and figure something else out to do with my life. (laughs) Dude, what? Ah, uh, fuck. I was so impressed by Kano, but what a rat bastard. Yeah, Kano's a Kano's a piece of shit. Yeah, he sucks, <laughs> dude. Yeah. Ugh. Jarek, uh, not a good guy, but also kind of just a dummy. Yeah, so. he just seems like kind of like kind of like not very smart, and that's not his fault. No. He's just a not particularly enterprising criminal. We don't know a lot about Jarek's upbringing, mm-hmm. you know? Maybe maybe he Grew up in a situation where he didn't have a lot of options. Yeah, maybe he had it rough. He might have. Kano sounds like he grew up rich and he just wanted to be a schemer. And he's okay with uh, taking anyone down along the way. That's the vibe I'm getting yeah. from Kano. And I thought he was cool. Kano sounds like a dude I would have dated in college and then looks back on dating and been like, oh, yuck. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I see that. I think probably Kano's got a lot of people in his past who look back and are like, yuck. yuck. Why? <laughs> He's pretty, he's pretty sleazy. Um, <laughs> so, so Jarek has now been beaten up by Jackson is presumably going to be arrested, uh, yet again. And he also finds out that his other allies are all dead. T- Tremors dead. Tasia's dead. No face dead. No all of face? them tried to fight Jax and basically put Jax in a situation where he had to just kill them. Yeah. Oh even God. no face. Fully oh my dead. God. So the cops kill innocent people in other dimensions too, don't they? Mm-hmm. Hmm. I mean, look, that was on Earth, but um, I will say, like, Jax and Sonya Blade have a pretty checkered history of going to every single dimension and murdering people. So, yeah. They do. Yeah. Very topical. Mm-hmm. So Jarek decides, look, I, I, I can get arrested. I can get killed. I got to see if I have another option here. Mm-hmm. So what he does is he manages to, in this encounter with Jax, fake his death. And go into hiding. So Jax thinks that he killed Jarek. I don't know. He probably dropped him into like a vat of acid sure, or something. Sure, sure. Meanwhile, Jarek's actually escaped, but is like, I have to figure out a way to not get caught again. Like I'm not safe here in Earth Realm. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't trust Kano anymore. I'm on my own now. So Poor he decides Jarek. I have to go to another dimension. I have to like just go to another one of these realms and and figure out how to start my life over there. Mm-hmm. And where does he decide to go? Hot wizard realm. Of course. Like anyone he, would. That's where of I'm course. going. Yeah. Dude, he gets a so chill he goes with Persephone. To... That's what I'm headed. <laughs> like, are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's an interesting place in that, like, for some reason they have a monarchy. Despite the fact that everyone seems to be, like, pretty equally hot and powerful. Um, and it's not like anyone could ever be considered superior in a world where like everyone is hot lives ten thousand years and has magic and as far as we know it's a pretty peaceful place sure i think that actually Um, a democracy in that situation um 
like a democratically elected leader wouldn't really work because if everyone is equally as hot no. and powerful, they're going to think they're all going to think that they're equally equipped to be uh, like the leader. So somebody just has to be yeah. like, look, I'm the leader. Just do like a barter system thing, right? That's true. Draw straws. I don't just know. have like a co-op situation yo everyone works two and a half hours a month and you get those garlic scapes for half off grocery store price it's great it's great i love a co-op i've worked in two garlic scapes are hard enough to find as is that's what i'm saying there's the, the season is short and you gotta roast them for mm-hmm. a long time yeah so i'm sorry to bring us on that tangent <laughs> look now I, I maybe i'm just hungry but now i also want garlic scapes dude a, I'm just... a grilled branzino and a garlic scape are you kidding Ooh, me? Brands, you know, some scapes? Dude, uh, like a like a cremini mushroom <laughs> and cannellini bean and garlic scape, like a little, like a, like a salsa verde. Oh my gosh. Oh man. Now I'm making yeah. myself hungry. It's lunchtime. Yeah. <laughs> Let me be snacking after this. All right. So. Sorry. <laughs> Jer- Jarek's bumming around in Edenia. He's doing his thing. And uh, he hears down the grapevine, I don't know how, but he does, that Kano is dead. And he's like, honestly, great. Yeah, fuck he's like, guy. fuck Kano. He betrayed me. Yeah, Kano sucks. Maybe I'll just live it out here in Adenia forever, and it'll be great. Problem is, special forces show up in Adenia, and they're like, we found out about... You've missed a lot while you haven't been in Earthrealm. <laughs> first off, first off, we found out about all the other dimensions. Wait, we know can, that you guys... Sorry, can I ask yeah. a question? Um, so Jarek defects to Edenia, right? Yes. Do they notice that he's not as hot or old or powerful as any of them? For sure. But Edenia kind of has a history of letting in uh, refugees from other realms. So the timeline's very confusing, but basically, as far as I can tell, this <clears throat> is what happened with Jarek. So, on Earth, there's Jarek, there's Kano, there's, you know, the Black Dragon, and they're going to other realms, and they know that there's other realms. Yes. Um... During the window of time in which Jarek is with the Black Dragon, uh, Earth is losing multiple Mortal Kombat tournaments to this realm called Outworld that's led by a horrific conqueror named Shao Kahn, who actually at this point had also conquered Edenia. So Edenia had already been merged with Outworld, was no longer the land of the Hot Wizards. They were all like slaves in Outworld. And Outworld had collected tons of realms, and Outworld was very close to also conquering Earth. They were one fighting tournament away from doing that. And most people on Earth had no idea, because these tournaments happen every like 500 years. Sure. Um, and so they, we had no idea how close we were to getting consumed by this other realm. Mm-hmm. The first Mortal Kombat game is about the like tenth tournament that will decide the fate of Earthrealm. Gotcha. Um, okay. When Jarek is betrayed by Kano mm-hmm. and fakes his death, what happens immediately after that is that Kano goes to that fighting tournament mm-hmm. and fights there, and Earth wins, and we do not get conquered. Okay. But Shao Kahn's not happy with that. Sure. And he tries two, two more times to conquer the Earth through different nefarious means. And in that window of time, Jarek is uh, hiding out, faking his death on Earth. Okay. So he's so just he's like, not he has not yet. Yet, he's not yet gone to Edenia. Then uh, Earth is nearly invaded and Jarek presumably... Um, either goes to Outworld at this point mm-hmm. to like hide out while Earth is getting invaded. Like ugh, a lot of, it's too hot over there. Too much action over there. I'm out of here. That's probably what, what logically would have had to have happened. Sure. Then 
Uh, Earth repels Outworld once more. Shao Kahn is finally totally defeated. Bye, Shao Kahn. And his hold on fucking... Shao Kahn sucks. Yeah, Shao he Kahn's sounds gone. like an asshole. He's the worst. And then uh, all the realms he had merged into Outworld at that point are kind of like free if they wish to be. Because wow, there's nobody okay. in charge of Out- Outworld anymore. And so Edenia is freed. And that's around the time that Jarek so goes Jarek to Edenia. So all this shit happened yes. in Edenia. There was like slaves. They were conquered. It was everything. And then it just so happens that as soon as Jarek needed to defect to a different world, Shao Kang defeated Sia and Jarek can go there and be less hot than all the mm-hmm. incredibly hot people that live in Edenia. Yes, because at this point they were taking in lots of refugees from other realms that had been conquered and destroyed. And a lot of them like... For example, one of the realms he conquered was like the dinosaur people realm. Sure. There was one dinosaur person left. <gasps> so he couldn't exactly go and like make his own realm yeah, reptile. Just, oh, that's so sad. Right. So Edenia was like taking in refugees like who had been affected in that way. Because we're talking like dozens of different like, you know, they were like centaurs. Please come to Edenia. We'll take care of you. Half dragon people with four arms and uh, little sausage fingers. Come to Edenia. We'll take care of you. We love that. So. Well, so they're mm-hmm. hot and powerful and like kind. Yes. You don't really see that too much. No. Especially Edenia's not in the like, biz. is a good place. Oh, for sure <laughs> not in the biz. But yeah, Edenia uh, is good people. Aww. So, so yes, to answer your question, Jarek was accepted even though he wasn't hot That's and great. powerful. But do they, uh, sorry, um, last question about this. Do they all live like equally or is it like the hot wizards live in one section of Edenia and then everybody else lives in a different section of Edenia? I think there's definitely like an equality thing going on. I mean, there's definitely a monarchy and like a kingdom. Sure, sure, sure. But I think they were just taking people in and taking care of people. Gotcha. Okay. Love to see As it. they needed to. Yeah. So, um, Jarek's hanging out in Edenia and it's really nice. Um, until he gets hunted down by special forces again. And he's like, dude, I'm not even a criminal anymore. I don't even give a shit. Like, leave me alone. And they're like, mm-hmm. And they're like, you're the last surviving member of the Black Dragon. We've, Earth has already been invaded. We know about the other realms. We knew that you had escaped and that you weren't dead. Kano's gone. So we got to take you out to make sure the black dragon will never rise again. Cause earth is not okay with having a criminal enterprise. that's traveling to different dimensions and like stealing shit and reselling it and doing arms dealer shit. We don't, we don't want that. That's so the last thing we need. Yeah. So they plan on arresting him, but, uh, and we finally caught up to the game that he actually appeared in. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but before they can, all of a sudden, there's an invasion of demons in Edenia. No. Before them, yes. Um, they are invading from a place called the Nether Realm, which is basically like if hell was a dimension and like a place, okay. not the afterlife. Sure, all right. Um, people are just demons there. You grow up, you're a demon. You do <laughs> demon stuff. Um, so what had happened was there was an elder god many years ago who was basically like the Lucifer of the elder gods. He was like, why would I manage and create realms when I could just go down to ground level and like demoralize people and rule over them and create suffering for my own pleasure and fun. And they were like, Shinnok, you're fucked up. We're not doing that. And Shinnok was like, peace, I'm going to the realms to do it myself. And he like (laughs) came down to earth realm, tried to like subjugate people. There was this big civil war among the elder gods. And eventually he was banished to the nether realm where for many, many thousands of years, he was just tortured um, by actually mm-hmm, by actually canonically Lucifer, who was ruling the Netherrealm at this point. Um, he was just like a guy in the world of Mortal Kombat, I guess. <laughs> He's like, no, I'm not a character. Uh, I'm, just like, I'm just like Satan. 
No, my name just happens to be Lucifer. Oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> um, so Shinnok had been tortured there for thousands of years. Eventually, this like sorcerer named Quan Chi teamed up with him. They murdered Lucifer. They took over the Netherrealm. They plotted their invasion once more. And now it's happening. They're invading Edenia. They like posed as refugees, invaded Edenia, and took it over. Um, not a great narrative. This is not a thing that happens in real life. I just want to say that. But that is what Shinnok did. Wow. So, Shinnok, big old piece of shit, Netherrealm demons, and all of a sudden, Jax, Sonya, and Jarek have no choice but to team up to fight this apocalyptic threat. Oh my gosh, that's horrible. Jarek has to team up with the cops. Jarek has to team up with, didn't, didn't Jax think that he killed Jarek too? He did. And then he found out he didn't, and he was like, oh, well, you're going to jail then. And uh, now he has to team up with someone who is happy with having murdered him. Yeah. Oh, my God. Maybe this is what we need, something something uh, interdimensional to force the cops to stop being so fucking horrible. I think that's what it's going to take. Or obviously, we just obviously... send them to the cop dimension. <laughs> no one here is going to do it. I want to send them to the chaos dimension. Send them to chaos realm. Let, let the chaos cleric Havoc deal with them. His name is Havoc? Yeah, H-A-V-I-K. That's an awesome name. It's really good. I love Havoc. I'm a big, big Havoc fan. I'm going to get to talk about him soon on the show. I think, what, two more seasons? Pretty soon. All right. Well, feel free to have can't, me back on, on the Havoc episode. I'd love to be back. Duly noted. <laughs> uh, so, Jarek has to team up with Sonia and Jax, as well as an assortment of different people who have protected Earthrealm in the past <laughs> during the fighting tournaments Jarek didn't even participate in. Uh, and ultimately, as a team... They succeed in defeating Shinnok. Specifically, it's like a Shaolin monk that Jarek had like never met who was like, I'll take care of Shinnok. And Jarek was like, who are you? And he was like, don't worry about it. <laughs> Jarek seems like he's along for the ride. Like he doesn't seem like a perfect person, but he seems like he's Jarek's just doing Jarek. He's down, for, he's down to do what he needs to do. And I really respect that. He's like, you know yeah. what? I don't like these people, but I'm going to be civil with them because we have to defeat this evil. And we need more people mm -hmm. like that. Yeah, I think so. I see it. We need more Jareks in the world. People who are kind of just like chaotic neutral. They're just like, sure. uh, I can't relate. Look. You know what I mean? But I'm happy that he exists. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I see it. Yeah. I think it makes sense. For sure. <laughs> so, <laughs> so Jarek, uh, helps defeat Shinnok and then quickly dips and tries <laughs> to cover his tracks and, and just disappear again. And that lasts like a couple of days. He's hanging out on a cliffside, looking out at just the beautiful Adenian landscape, when unfortunately, who should show up but fucking Jax. Jax shows up, and I, I kind of want to make you watch this video at some point during this podcast, because it is amazing. It's like the, the Mortal Kombat 4 ending for Jarek. It is one of the funniest things in the entire world. But uh, I need you to tell Jax, me what Jax does, because I'm like mad already. Oh boy, you're not gonna like this. Man. Jax shows up as Jarek is overlooking this gorgeous Edenian sunset, and he uh, hurls Jarek to his death off of this cliff. Poor fucking Jarek, dude. How many ways can you be betrayed as one yeah. man who is just many. committing a little bit of petty crime, like a little bit of money laundering? It wasn't anything. He wasn't like human trafficking. He wasn't even demon or like wizard. He might have. He might have been human trafficking. Okay, never mind. He might have been wizard trafficking. I don't want to downplay how much of a criminal this guy sure, was. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> <laughs> he 
he was definitely probably doing like bare minimum a lot of murder oh oh yeah yeah, i'm torn but here's the thing he wasn't committed to that lifestyle it sounds like he wanted to it sounds like he went through the ringer and he knew that he had to change and he was looking out over that sunset like wow I'm I have the power to control my own actions and I have the power yeah. to fix whatever history I have that has made me act like this. I'm going to sign up for talkspace.com tomorrow morning. I'm going to yeah. download the app and I'm going to look at the sunset and this is the sun setting on my old life and I'm going to turn over a new leaf and I'm going to marry a hot wizard and I'm going to live and we're going to mm-hmm. have a beautiful family. I'm going to teach them right. And they're not going to go through the abuses that I had to go through and they're not going to uh, wizard traffic and they're certainly not going to money launder. And he was having all these thoughts, and then he gets pushed off a cliff by stupid-ass, cop-ass jacks. Mm-hmm. Who I should mention at this point had a pair of bionic arms, like robot arms. So, like, he really shoved Jarek. Oh, my God. It's also like, yeah. where could we have, where could that robot arms budget been spent than on mm-hmm. the intergalactic cops? Yeah, I mean, Maybe at this point, they could have sent probably... some money to Edenia and gave some to the freaking dinosaur refugees. Uh, I mean, sorry, dinosaur refugee. Right? It's like one guy. We can afford to take care of him. Oh my god. It's pretty fucked. Yeah. So Jax hurls Jarek off this cliff this to his death. Thing. Or was it? <gasps> you just let me go on that whole Jarek. <laughs> well, uh, I wouldn't say that this means there's a happy ending by any okay. means. Jarek <laughs> Jarek digs his axe. He's got like an axe thing. Sure. It's kind of like a big staff with like a little blade sticking out. Yeah, of it. yeah. He digs his axe into the cliff side. And uh, he doesn't stop himself from falling, but he slows his descent. Mm. This is canonically exactly what happened. Yes. Slows his descent and just gets horrifically injured instead of dying. <laughs> like he hits the ground hard, but, but he doesn't die. But it's not die. as hard as it could have been. Yeah, he was gravely injured. Um, and so Jarek kind of snaps at this point. He's been betrayed so many times before. Now he's injured and he's not at his full strength and he has lost his abilities and he has lost his status and he has lost any potential home that he's tried to make for himself. Jarek's fucking pissed. Yeah, that's he how loses you, it. That's how you make like a Joker situation. I've never seen the Joker. I want to make yeah. that clear. I don't know what it's about, but I assume that's how you make it. It's terrible. It is not a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, <laughs> Jarek goes full Joker and I love this this little bit of lore. He decides he needs revenge and he's going to murder everyone he deems responsible of robbing him of his life and his strength and his wellness. And so he starts studying fatalities. Now, here's the thing about that sentence. Fatalities have not been a part of lore ever. Like fatality, did, are, you, are you familiar with the phrase from the Mortal Kombat yeah. games? Yep. Yeah. It's like your finishing move. Yeah. At no point, after like, the finish hymns, right? Or finish yeah, hers. Yeah. So you do a, you do a fatality, sure. which just means what's the stylish way you kill somebody. Yeah. It's like you do a flip and then you cut their head off or something. It's not like a thing in like the story. People are not like, oh, let me think if I like, I've got to learn some new fatalities. This is an <laughs> idea that as far as I know is only brought up in Jarek's story. Okay. So what that says to me is like all of these finishing moves are considered a a sub fighting style you can study various fatalities and so Jarek was like i don't need to learn new fighting abilities i don't need to learn how to use a new weapon i need to learn new stylish ways that i can murder the people that i blame (laughs) for my 
demise. <laughs> he was like, I got to figure out a way to kill people and humiliate them. And not just like, I don't want to roll up to Jax and like, you know, gun him down in like a drive-by. I want to figure out a way to rip Jax's spine from his body while he's still alive. <laughs> and then hit him with it, probably. Here's yeah. the thing. Jax deserves that. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that cops deserve that. I want to put on the I want to put it on the record that I'm not saying that cops deserve to have their spine ripped out and be bonked over the head with them. I'm just saying that that particular bionic interdimensional cop does because he's a piece of shit. I will say I love how easy it is to turn someone against a character like Jax by just telling them the story from Jarek's perspective because Jax is like one of the primary like heroes of the Mortal Kombat franchise. <laughs> But I'm I mean, only listen, letting you see his story through Jarek's perspective. Nobody's innocent in this situation, it seems. Mm-mm. But Jarek was no. born... It seems like Jax was born on third base, and Jarek was born in the dugout. And they yeah. became equally evil, but Jax uses his power to pick on the little guy. And that's... Even if the little guy's a piece of shit, it's never okay. I'm never gonna... At many re- points... It's not empathetic. Yeah. <clears throat> At many points, Jarek has tried to reform by just abandoning his life of crime. But uh, he literally you know. defected to Edenia, and they mm-hmm. pulled his ass back. He was chilling. Yeah, but I guess you know you also have to take into account like what crimes was he doing exactly? Like I don't, you know, the Nazis who went over to Argentina for sure still deserved justice, right? Oh, absolutely. So I don't know. I don't know what Jarek was getting up to. Presumably some bad stuff, but yeah. I don't think he deserved much of this. <laughs> so. So Jarek's like studying fatalities, figuring out how to murder everybody. And then one day he's approached by a sorcerer, this guy named Quan Chi. I don't know if you remember Quan Chi, but he was like the necromancer from the nether realm who helped Shinnok take power and invade. So Quan Chi approaches Jarek and goes, hey, I don't know if you remember me from the battle. When we were, you were fighting against Shinnok. We're on opposite sides. I picture the and conversation is like, going exactly I remember. Like that. <laughs> yeah yeah i think jarek was like hey i'm jarek and quan chi was like oh sh- we actually met oh, sorry this is so I, weird you know, no, no, make it no, awkward okay. but it was in the green room that one time it's really it's like, fine it's not a big deal yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah don't worry about it but <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so quan chi says like hey jarek uh i have an offer for you and jarek's like go on he says i will teach you arcane deadly magic and give you incredible power that will allow you to do any fatalities you want to do if you will join me on the battlefield. There is this war brewing between the forces of light and the forces of darkness. It's going to be a massive uh, fight. You know, Kano's going to be there. He's alive still, by the way. Jarek's like, what? He's like, yeah, yeah, don't worry about it. Kano's going to be there. Jax is going to be there. Uh, that Shaolin monk's gonna be there. Shinnok will be there. Everyone you've ever heard and of Jarek is, is gonna like, be at this bet, war, right? Mm-hmm. Like one hundred percent. Jarek's bet like, I'm there. put me in, coach. Yeah. Wait. Okay. Jarek's like, send me there. Is he being taught these fatalities pre-battlefield or post? Like he's like, come to battle with me, and then I'll teach you later. Or like, come to battle with me, I'll teach you how to do all these fatalities on your enemies. But also, I need you to like stand beside me. So it's the latter. It's like a po- it's like you fight up at the war and then I will give you all this power. That does seem counterproductive to the goal, but I get it. It's sketchy. Yeah, yeah. it's like mm, Quan Chi might be full of shit. Yeah, I'm I'm not So I ultimately So here's here's what happens to poor Jarek in this situation. Oh he he goes God. to that battle 
Um, He is way underpowered compared to all the other people there. Yeah, duh. And uh, he fully dies. Just croaks. And the sad thing is this battle happened in in Edenia too. So he got to return to Edenia for this battle and and ultimately dies there. Uh, Probably having like his head bashed in by like a warhammer or something. And so that's it for old Jarek mostly um one little like hitch in the story is that what Jarek did not know is that the reason Quan Chi recruited him and the purpose of this battle was that there was a prophecy that was happening this battle was happening at the base of a pyramid and if one person was able to get to the top of this pyramid Uh um they would be able to attain the power of the one being oh shit basically pull the realms together and do whatever the hell they wanted yeah huge stakes yeah so Quan Chi was like i just want to put bodies on that battlefield so i can rush so up he that can, like pyramid. secretly run to the top of the pyramid yeah so Jarek was just a pawn for this guy oh once again God. betrayed um and while Quan Chi did not make it to the top of the pyramid a couple of people Good. did Talk i don't need to bore you with the details but somebody uh in order to stop their uh enemy from attaining one being power sent a message back in time to their younger self to change the course of history so that Shao Kahn, that shitty conqueror from Outworld, was not the person who took on the power of the One Being. Good, because he's a piece of shit. Was it someone good that at least took on the power of the One Being, or am I going to be pissed? So nobody did. Okay. It created a new timeline where events changed dramatically. Oh, so this was the butterfly. Most, mm -hmm, it butterfly affected it. Yeah. This is the butterfly. And, and, uh... In this timeline, pretty much everyone gets a second chance to have a very different life. Um, pretty much with the exception of Jared. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um, they set him up to Jarek fail from the not, jump. They really did. This, so what that did was kind of create like a reboot timeline sure. for the more recent games that have come out in the franchise. Um, where it's like, well, it's not totally a remake. It's like a new timeline where things are happening in a familiar way, but slightly different. Um, you know how sometimes video games come out and they're like too different from the original and people who are like super fans of the originals get like real butthurt and go on Reddit and like talk about how mad they are that, I don't know, the female character's boobs aren't like size triple H anymore. Do you think that that happens constantly with Mortal Kombat? Yeah. Do you think? Mm-hmm. Oh wait, so it happens in Mortal Kombat. So people are like mad. Yeah. To me, being like no, no, no specifically the about the boobs thing, but also just like I feel like generally, people are mad about yeah. the boobs thing a lot. They're mm-hmm. like, it's not realistic for her to have a realistic sized chest. Um, yeah. Yeah. But I, to me, it seems like the creators had that in mind to be like, hey, this is not the same game; it's a different timeline. So you can't be mad at us for like doing things differently because it's a different timeline. Does that like prevent that from happening, or are people still mad about it? Do you think? people are still mad oh okay cool but still mostly <laughs> mostly about the boobs they try their they try their best yes sure. mostly it is about the boobs it's like yeah. sure 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 it's a different timeline cool we get it but why are there we need titties yeah that's pretty much it yeah alright <laughs> uh <laughs> so in this they, they'd made this new timeline so that they could kind of go back through the games again and uh you know take things in a different more interesting direction um, but 
uh, in doing so, they were able to like tell very different stories for all the characters. But like I said, not for Jarek. <laughs> Jarek was not included in any of the new games. Uh, he had like one scene in a comic book that was like an interstitial comic between two of the games. Okay. And in that one scene, this is what we learn. Jarek's life in this new timeline is pretty much the same, except <clears throat> in this new timeline, uh, Kano does not get like presumably killed. Um, so special forces don't track him down in quite the same way. And ultimately what happens is like Jarek just sticks with the black dragon longer. Okay. Um, Shao Kahn gets defeated. Uh, Outworld is plunged into a civil war where Shao Kahn's uh, daughter, um, who's actually like a clone of a baby that he kidnapped, blended with the DNA of a monster. Don't worry about it. I'm um, worried about Shao it. Kahn... I'm gonna, we're going to move past it. We're going to move past it. <laughs> yes. And is the character the people are most upset about not appearing because of boobs. Um, his daughter is basically in like a civil war where there's like another faction that's like one of his former generals who wants to bring peace to Outworld. <clears throat> and so they are in a civil war. Jarek is still rolling with the Black Dragons. He and Kano and Tasia and No Face and Tremor go to Outworld to get involved in the civil war to see if they can make some money. And um, Kano basically gets caught trying to like extort uh, the general guy, this guy named Kotal. Um, and the black dragon with the exception of Kano gets locked up in jail. And presumably in this new timeline, that's where Jarek, uh, died in prison in outworld for trying oh to god. extort this general. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't even know what to say. I don't even want to say poor Jarek cause he was a piece of shit too. But like mm -hmm. poor Jarrett kind of. Yeah. I mean, a lot of the times he was not instigating the bad things that happened to him, but it's also hard to say what crimes he was guilty of to begin with. Sure. The only one we know of for sure is money laundering. And you know, you, you, <laughs> no one's just a money launderer. No. You know? No. Not yeah. even in real life. No one just mo launders money and that's like, oh yeah, just, just an honest old money launderer come from a long line. My grandpa was a money launderer and his grandpa was money. No. Yeah. They're doing other shit. Yeah. And they're um, naming their kids Jarek, I guess. Yeah. Certainly no one was guiltless that named their child Jarek. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that's it for one of the uh, characters who has had the least screen time in Mortal Kombat. Um, and maybe the most bad shit happened to him. I don't know anything else about Mortal Kombat, but no, it seems like... Oh, no. It gets way worse for a lot of other people. Oh, yeah. damn it. <laughs> yeah. Jarek had it pretty easy, to be honest. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. But it really goes to show you how sympathetic someone can seem when you really just see things through their perspective. Wow. That's kind of like mm -hmm. in many ways this was like Sesame Street. Like your teacher mm -hmm. this is like a great lesson for children and sometimes they have to learn it through um money laundering, uh yeah. murder, pillaging, um demons, uh mm -hmm. Satan but not Satan. Sometimes it takes a lot to teach adults ch lessons that children could learn easily yes um, yeah and and i so think i think inarguably too like sesame street's borrowed a lot from mortal Kombat. oh i mean just generally i think that's how something they that we all know but don't we feel afraid to say yeah you know what i yeah. mean mm -hmm. no for sure yes i love and appreciate pbs there mm -hmm. they were I, I launched my career on pbs and that's true i did zoom yeah. in zoom come on and zoom 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 a zoom 
Um, but uh, how long were you on the television series Zoom? Literally one season, and then they canceled it. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. What year was that? That was we shot in the summer of two thousand four, and it aired in spring two thousand five. Wow. Yeah. Huh. Good time. Had it been running consistently, or was it that like a reboot? So it, yeah, it was a reboot of the show that was on in the seventies, and then it came back. Okay. In 1999 for seven seasons. Yes. I was on the seventh season. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah. I saw it when I was a kid and I was like, what is this? I feel like this has been running forever, but this is the first I've ever seen of it. One time. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Now I have a story of betrayal that I just thought of, but I was oh, the perfect. one in this situation. I don't know if it's necessarily I did a betrayal, but my uncle uh, tried out for the seventies version of Zoom, got all the way to the last callback and didn't get it on and didn't get on the show. So the first year that I tried out for Zoom, he was all excited for me, right? And I got all the way to the last callback, and they didn't cast me. And so my uncle and I were like, he was like, oh, my gosh, it's like me a generation later. That's like you and I. You didn't get on the show. I didn't get on the show, but we tried, and we deserved it. But then I tried out again the next year, and I got on, and I've never seen – like I was 11 when we were shooting, and I swear that's when he stopped liking me. And I was like, Uncle Steve, I didn't do anything wrong. Um I just, in fact, you think that you would be proud of me that I went Is he further still than mad? you did. No, he seems fine. Um, oh, okay. He seems fine now. But I could tell that he was like, wow, my own niece. I don't know if that That's was like, really a betrayal, but um, I, don't, I don't feel that bad about it. I'm sure he saw it that way, yeah. But whatever, Uncle Steve. <laughs> <laughs> Get over it. <laughs> Sorry, Uncle Steve. <laughs> well, wow. Mm. Uncle Steve. Maybe he sees himself as the Jarek. Maybe we all do sometimes. Regardless, Jarek's gone, and I don't think he's coming back. He there has been like another new timeline created, but I can't think of a reason that the person who's in charge of this new timeline would ever bring Jarek back. He so, seems like someone who doesn't sorry, need to be there. Like He seems like the character that maybe the um, creators were like, we gotta try, we gotta see what we can get away with. Let's try a bunch of horrible shit on Jarek so we can like get more horrible in the future. I'm pretty sure what it was was that uh, they were like, well, we got to make some new characters and we already have a bunch of fight moves for Kano, but Kano's dead. So let's make like a new guy. <laughs> and then they were like, let's bring Kano back. Yeah, they were Forget like, Jarek. he's like, Jarek's not cutting it. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that's it. That's it for old Jarek, which brings us to the last segment of the show. A segment I like to call Choose Your Destiny, Whoa. in which I ask you, Taylor, now that you know about Mortal Kombat, you know about the various realms and factions, if you were to exist in the world of Mortal Kombat, who would you be? What would you be? What would your fatality be? So my, okay, just to clarify, my fatality is I can, something I can commit on another person to commit a fatality to them, not mm-hmm. how I would yeah. be fatalityed. Okay. How would you fatality someone? Yeah. Okay. So obviously I'd live in Edenia. Uh, I'd be a hot wizard. Nomad. Like sure. without a doubt. Um, I'd also, if they're all, if they're all like, uh, like Roman and Greek, like based on Roman and Greek, like mythology of gods, mm-hmm. um, I would be, one I would the, say inspired by, okay. More so than based on. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to imagine that I'm one of the only, uh, hot wizards of color. And that's fine. I'm mm-hmm. happy to. I'm happy to hold that place. There's actually a bunch. Okay. Well, now you're ruining it yeah. for me, Ben. Like, can sorry, I? Have sorry, sorry. <laughs> I'm just saying. Like, of the four women from Adenio, we know two of them are are black. Yeah. Oh, okay. Never. Okay. First of all, I mm-hmm. love that. Um, you did ruin where mm-hmm. I was going with that, but I I do love and support sorry. um mm-hmm. the the gameplay for for doing that. Um, uh, my fatality would be, um, 
Oh my gosh, this is hard. I don't know how to do a cartwheel, and that's something that has always tortured me, especially as okay. someone who grew up as like a little girl, like playing in a meadow. Mm-hmm. It's like I'm doing somersaults, and people are like way ahead of me on their cartwheels. So growing my up in car- a meadow sounds amazing, though. For sure, for sure. It was mostly like a beach, yeah. and it was really rocky, tbh. Um, but Still. it's, you know. Um. So yeah, I would cartwheel. But I would make sure that my feet, like I was holding knives in all my toes. Mm-hmm. Um, and yes. so I would cartwheel into my opponent and that's how it would be a totally. fatality. That's how I would fatality. I love it. Yeah. That's a great one. And honestly, might even be a fatality in the games. It seems so familiar, but it might just be because it's such a good idea. Wow. I'm, I'm flattered. And also, if this is something that they've already done, maybe I have played Mortal Kombat in the past. Maybe I just didn't know. There's a lot of just, like, flipping and, like, murdering people, like, blades connected to stuff. Sure. Yeah. I love that. That seems like a fun way to murder somebody. Well, great answer, Taylor. Thank, Thank you. you. I really appreciate that. Um, yeah. I feel like that'd be, it'd be a great Edenian character to play It feels as. a little fucked Someone up that I could... Someone just loves cartwheeling. Yeah. <laughs> it feels a little fucked up that I could come up with that um, off the dome so quickly. Like, a way that yeah. I want to creatively kill somebody with, like, flair. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm going to explore that as soon as we hang up. Yeah, we we learned a lot about ourselves today here at Moral <laughs> Podcast. Uh, well, Taylor, thank you so much for coming on the show. Ben, I had no um, idea what to expect, and this was so much fun. So thank you for having me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad to hear it. I implore you to search on YouTube Jarek Mortal Kombat 4 ending. Oh, there's so that you not can a really chance see, that I'm not going to. Yeah, you really see Jarek at his prime. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and if people want more Taylor Garen in their lives, where can they find it? Oh, so I'm on Twitter at, at casual Afro. However, I am in the process of trying to get, um, the at Taylor Garen handle. So by the time this makes it to air, Mm. I might be at Taylor Garen. Um, and I'm also on Instagram at, at Taylor Garen. Um, I host a weekly interview with a funny person on Vulture's Instagram live every Friday at 1 PM Eastern or 10 AM Pacific. Sorry. It's a little early for y'all. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm kind of, I'm all around. Great. Yeah. Well, uh, thank you, Taylor, for coming on the show. Thanks for having me, Ben. Thank you, Adam, for listening, and as always, finish him. <laughs>